The Conspiracy Podcast contains adult language, suggestive themes, sexual situations, and discussions of some pretty horrific events. Basically, all the good stuff. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Conspiracy Podcast. We are not going to be doing a full episode this week due to some circumstances that are 100% my fault. So instead, uh, we're going to be recording this cute little mini-sode for you so you still have something fun to listen to and so we're not leaving you guys totally hanging. Um, I am one of your hosts, Renee. Hello, I am Liz. I've kidnapped Liz and I forced her to listen to this story, so... I'm ready. I tried to catch Katie, but she's too damn fast. So she's slippery. <laughs> she's slippery. It's all that yoga. She's too physically fit. I know. <laughs> Seriously. I just had to do a little trail of chicken nuggets to yeah, my house. I know that's right. <laughs> and Liz was like, yes. So let's jump right into our story. So we are going to talk about um two people. Um Miss Ruth Snyder and Mr. Judd Gray. Okay, they sound like very basic people, but I'm I mean, I'm very excited. You would think that they were a couple, which the only problem was they were also both married to other people. Oh shit. However, they were set up on a blind date together in 1925 during prohibition, which is why the tea I'm sipping on tonight is called Modelo Especial. <laughs> So the funny thing is the two of them were set up on a blind date together by friends of theirs who were also a couple. Either their friends didn't know enough about them to know that they were both married or they knew that Ruth Snyder just like routinely dated other men besides her husband and they didn't care. Wow. I have no idea because I don't know anything about the other two people. Their two marriages were very different from each other. Like, according to Ruth, uh, her husband, Albert Snyder, kind of tricked her into marrying him because she was very young, like 19. And in her words, he was like so, so desperate to sleep with her Uh. that he basically like whined and dined and wooed her until she would agree to marry him. And so... Uh. They're, they did have a daughter, but their marriage mostly consisted of, like, huge fights and then not really talking to each other. Healthy. Very healthy. And then Judd's marriage was, like, the exact opposite. His wife was named Isabel, and she was just, like, super mousy. Mm-hmm. Like, when he described her, he referred to her as a homegirl. And said she had never trained for a career of any kind. Oh, I can, I can, I know yeah. her. I feel like I know her. Yeah, like okay. she was learning to cook and she was a careful and exceptionally exact housekeeper. Which okay. 
you would think in like 1925 that would be the perfect wife right hello judd was looking for a different kind of woman he wanted to spice up his life yes so it didn't take long for them to become like involved involved and once they got involved which was definitely helped by the fact that judd worked for a corset company and yeah they would meet up and she would just like try on the corsets that he was selling and then they would bang i'm interested and he would call her his queen oh momsy and mommy and she would call him her bud and her lover boy um, which like okay i like i'm not better. yeah i'm not like kink shaming like i know that there are people who are totally into like mommy son play which is what these guys were 100 percent into like his problem judd's problem with his wife is that she was just like very docile and sweet and he wanted somebody that would like tell him what to do i poppy yeah okay i know people who are into that and that's okay it's just like it just like when you sing mm, it out loud, it I doesn't. Just, it's mm. not. It's not wetting your whistle. No, it okay. is not. It's doing the opposite. I've never been drier. I I'm not really sure if Ruth was just like super into Judd, or because she had like cheated on her husband before. So I'm not sure if Judd was just like the man she was waiting for, or if she just super hated her husband. Wow. But she was dead set on killing this man like oh yes let me read you some examples oh i'm ready so the first incident occurred when albert snyder was um he was jacking up the family's buick to change one of the tires and the jack slipped as he was laying by the hub to like like it just slipped for some reason and the car toppled sideways, oh. and he was only able to just get out of the way. Um, and then a few evenings later, he had a mishap with the crank on the car, which I think is like, I feel like the 1920s is long enough ago where cars still had like the crank in the yeah. front. Yeah. Okay. A hundred percent. Once again, I'm miming something that nobody knows. I know. I wish you guys could yep. see it. It looks like she's turning pasta. I wish I was turning pasta. In my mouth, me too. <laughs> um, but he struck himself on the forehead and fell down unconscious. Oh. Yeah. So after those two near-death experiences, I, I guess, like, I don't know. I, I guess the second one could be, like, chalked up to him just being careless. But the first one seems pretty suspect. And then the third one, he was once again working on the car because that's apparently all this man does. No wonder his wife is out boning corset Honestly. salesmen. Um, but he was beneath the car with the engine running. Oh, boy. And Ruth came out and playing the role of the sweet, doting wife, she gave him a glass of whiskey. Oh. And after he drank it, he started to feel a little sleepy. And just before he lost consciousness, he happened to look over and notice that the door of the garage had slipped shut. Oh. Yeah. Slipped. Yeah. And so he was barely able to just, like, get out from underneath the car and get out of the garage before he would have been poisoned by carbon monoxide. Oh, my. I know. And apparently, even after all of this, he just, like, didn't suspect a thing. 
You're just like, oh, I'm just like the unluckiest man working on a car in the world. Okay, so it's funny because I'm guessing she hadn't talked to Judd about the fact that she wanted to kill her husband because when she was like relaying those incidents to him, Judd was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Are you trying to kill him? And she responded, Momsy can't do it alone. (gasps) Okay. Yeah. And before, this was also when she told him that she had tricked Albert into signing life insurance policies worth, I think, $96,000. When he thought he had only (laughs) signed one for $1,000. Because what she had done is she had put three in front of him but she had told him that they were just it was the same thousand dollar policy he just had to sign three times mm-hmm. and he is apparently the dumbest person in 1926 or whenever this was because he was just like okay honey da, 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 da. she wanted this man dead i actually i kind of feel bad for him just because he seems so clueless in January 1927, he fell violently ill after Ruth gave him bichloride of mercury to cure some hiccups he had. The next month, he was taking a nap in the living room, and Ruth accidentally left the gas tap on. Oh, my God. And this man, like... Just stab him! (laughs) Well, (laughs) well... Oh, I'm ready. I'm so ready. (laughs) Well, she finally, I mean, I'm not sure if at this point Judd had, like, the same attitude you do where he was just like, look, if you want to do this, we have to get this done. Honestly. Okay. Okay. So, basically, they make a plan where... Okay. (laughs) They make a plan because, I mean, in all honesty, uh, Ruth was basically told him if he didn't help her... She said, you can find yourself another momsy to sleep with. Yeah. Yes. So what? So the plan was while Albert and Ruth were out playing some bridge with friends of theirs, they got Judd to sneak or well, she got Judd to sneak into the house Mm -hmm. and hide in one of their spare rooms. Okay, so when Gray went to their house, he brought with him chloroform, a sash weight, and picture wire, um, which he concealed under the pillow of the main bedroom mm-hmm. so they could access it pretty easily. And then he also put a blue immigrant's handkerchief and an Italian newspaper um, around the bedroom as kind of like fake clues. So, yeah, yeah. No- nothing like a little dash of racism. <laughs> so at 3 a.m., after Ruth had already left the bedroom a couple of times just to kind of check on Judd and make sure he was okay, the two of them decide to begin the act. Yeah, so to speak. And... I find this interesting. When Judd Gray entered the bedroom to kill Albert Snyder, that was the first time he had ever seen him. Wow. Yeah. So he'd been carrying on this 
affair with his wife for for years. I think at this point, almost two years. Never seen her husband. No idea what he looks like. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of upsetting. Well, it's kind of upsetting because Albert struggled a lot. He was not easy to kill. Um, The first thing Judd did was swing the weight on his head, which all it really did was wake him up. And he started fighting the two of them. And so Albert kept hitting him with the sash weight and saying, help Momsy, for God's sake, help me. Mm. Yeah. So then, so then Ruth started hitting him with the weight. And then when he tried to crawl out of bed to escape, she stuffed the chloroform soaked cotton waste into his mouth and nostrils. Oh my god. And tied his hands and feet and then strangled him with the picture with the picture wire. Okay, but why did we not try chloroform first? Uh, I have no idea. Okay. Because these guys are hardcore first timers. I see. Yeah. So since there was blood everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, they spent the next few hours cleaning their clothes, hiding the ones they couldn't clean. Hiding their weapons. Um, and then they hid some of her jewelry and some of the more expensive stuff and kind of um, pushed the furniture around to make it look like a robbery had taken place. I mean, at least that's something. Yeah. So then after they had, like, pulled drawers out and whatever, um, Gray um, tied a cheesecloth across... Um, Ruth's face and then bound her legs and feet so it would look like a robbery took place and she got tied up and then they killed her husband the only problem is the like the police bought it for a little bit but there is way too much that like didn't make sense um ruth told the police she was attacked by a big rough looking guy of about 35 with a black mustache he was a foreigner i guess some kind of Italian. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when they checked, when they checked her for assault, she had like no bruises on her, no nothing. And they were like, yeah, this seems fabricated. And then it didn't take long for them to find her address book, which was like full of the guys she was talking to. Wow. And they came across, yeah, they came across Judd's name and then, a canceled check made out to him for $200. And that was when they started, like, connecting the dots and figuring out what had actually happened. Wow. Um, And they kind of tricked her into making a partial confession because they kind of knew, but they weren't entirely sure. Um, They told her that Judd Gray had already been arrested and told everything. So That's she, always her trick. Yes. That's why I say never talk to the police. Never talk to the police. Ever. Not without a lawyer. Yeah. Um, but she told the police that she and um, Judd Gray had plotted to kill her husband and then fake a break-in. And she said, I didn't aim a single blow at Albert. That was all Judd's doing. At the last moment, I tried to stop him, but it was too late. Oh, Lord. And then, of course, <laughs> of course, when they find Judd Gray, he's like, 
terrified and sniveling. Oh boy. And they um they lied and told him that Albert Snyder had not actually died, that he was still alive. Oh boy. Mhm. He basically like admitted to everything. Wow. Yeah. And he said, "I would have never killed Snyder but for her." As he was crying, she had this power over me. She told me what to do, and I just did it. They were both, I mean, it was pretty quickly. Like, the murder happened in on March 20th, and they were found guilty on May 9th. Wow. And so, because they were both arrested right afterwards, after Judd left her tied up, it was the last time he ever saw her. <gasps> yeah. Their appeals were refused, and they were both, yeah, and they were both sentenced to die in the electric chair at Sing Sing. Oh. Yeah, on the night of January 12th. I know, but separately, unfortunately. Um, funny, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not funny. It, at this point, we've come <laughs> to expect it, but while Ruth was in jail, she received 164 offers of marriage from... Uh, men who were eager to exist humbly beneath her dominance. She did write a poem, which oh, was published uh, shortly before her death. Okay. And it was addressed to the police, press, and public who had sullied her name as a loving wife and mother. She said, you've blackened and besmeared a mother, once a man's plaything, a toy. What have you gained by all you've said, and has it brought you joy? And the hours when babe... Needed my love, you seen, you've seen fit to send me away. I'm going to God's home in heaven, ne'er more my feet to stray. Someday we'll all meet together, happy and smiling again, far above this earthly span, everlasting in his reign. Which is honestly, like, better than anything BTK ever wrote, so I'm okay well, with I mean, it. honestly. <laughs> but the most interesting part of this story to me is during Ruth Snyder's execution, one of the reporters managed to get through security with a small little handmade dinky camera strapped to his pant leg. And he basically, when it was when she was executed, he had to lift up his pant leg at the right time and pull a cord that was like running down his leg. And just hope that he got a picture oh because he only had one chance. Oh, my gosh. And it ended up in the first and possibly, I haven't seen another one, first possibly only photo we have of someone dying in an electric chair. Oh. Are you about to show it to me? I am about to okay, show it okay, to okay, you. Okay, ready. That's it. <gasps> what? Yeah, that's the first he photo. He took that with his leg? With his leg. That is crazy. Is she yeah. wearing a Hannibal mask? Yes. Yeah, they put that over their heads because, like, your eyes bug out, I think. Or I think That's it was also, like, a, I, I think it's, like, also a decency thing because she was a woman right. and it was, like, a room full of men. But, yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. That's a crazy picture. I know. It's so, like, I'm kind of glad there's a mask on her face because. I kind of want to see the eyes. But I'm messed up with that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I'll post it on the, um. On the Instagram, yeah, so people can see it. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. So yeah, that is the um, unfortunate tale of Ruth Snyder, who honestly I find incredibly attractive. I mean, <laughs> and um, 
her her sad little her sad little boy, Judd Gray, Ew, little uh, little putty man, <laughs> her bud, her, her little bud who crumbled what? under the smallest little bit of pressure. They were like, "Hey, we think you did this," and he was like, "I did it. I'll tell you everything." <laughs> so. Oh, men are yeah. such weaklings. If you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a partner in crime, make sure you pick the right one. I I feel like that's the lesson I learned today. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this mini sode. Please um check us out next week when we'll have a full real episode for you on a subject I am super excited to talk about. She won't stop. I won't stop. <laughs> They're ready to talk about it, just so I'll shut up about it. Actually, I'm very I'm very excited. I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'll do this research now. Okay. And I literally have like eight pages of notes. <laughs> I'm I have so into many. it. I have so many. All right, guys, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Conspiracy Podcast ATL. If you have an idea for an episode or you just want to talk to us, shoot us an email at conspiracypod at gmail.com. And don't forget to uh, subscribe and rate and review you can go to ratethispodcast.com slash conspiracy and it'll show you the different websites where you can leave us a rating and uh, leave five stars because we would give you five stars honestly all right guys thanks for listening we will see you next time Bye. bye Just to go. But I want you to know tonight.